Welcome back, readers, to the Novel Society. We are diving back into the fae drama and confusion with These Twisted Bonds by Lexi Ryan, which is the second book in um, her duology. I just want to start off by saying real quick that Brie is dumb. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. That's the only way that I know how to describe her without being an asshole. I say she's an asshole, but she's a dumbass. No, but like, how do you make your character that forgetful? Yes, thank you. Okay, thank you. That was my point. Because she was talking about all this shit. And I'm like, Brie, Brie, baby, we went over this in the first book. What are you doing? It's not even like the author was trying to like, reiterate no. something that you might have forgotten in the first book she just flat out was like i don't know what that is yes you do yes the fuck you do <laughs> so can't. impressionable and i mean if there's anybody who can make a person like farah then you have a terrible character yo <laughs> yeah seriously like, this is no i second that and i stand by that and then it was it was it made even worse because the author kept trying to shove down our throats like especially now she's such a badass like and she's been betrayed so badly and like she can't she can't trust anybody and from a minute there we were agreeing and we were following along but we were waiting for that moment when she really like shown shown her strength mhm when she had that opportunity she just she just ruined it she honestly, she honestly did. And that's why I just don't fuck with her. So I don't know who rated this book a five, but bravo to you. You have a, a strong will to see past all the bullshit. Um, <laughs> Hopefully she redeems herself by the end. Maybe, maybe. we'll see. You know? We'll see. I doubt it, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, so let's go ahead and start the first chapter of these twisted bonds. We pick up right where we left off, which is nice to know that not a whole bunch of time right. has passed. And this bitch is regretting the dumbass decision that she made immediately. I love it because I want her to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It just, it sucks to suck. You're dumb. I don't know how you didn't see the signs before, but okay, bitch. Mm -hmm. And she does manage getting away from the castle using her powers like very, very prominently, which in the first book she was struggling with, but now all of a sudden she just knows how to use it and she has full control over it. And I'm like... Explain. The math ain't mathin'. Yeah, thank Explain. you. <laughs> Explain it to me. Yeah. Thank you. I was just like... I she was struggling so hard okay, with it. Like, like and now all of a sudden... A part of me felt like, okay, first of all, they both haven't been spectacular. They both had their 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 shadows and whatnot that she was trying to sift through and she couldn't. We all were, right? But it it mm -hmm. sort of felt like she kind of did like an eeny, meeny, miny, mo mm -hmm. kind of thing, you know? And the fact that Sebastian was, you know, gave her shelter and whatnot and clothing kind of made him more like, oh, he's more stable right. than, you know, Finn the underdog. That's how I got from it. I'm just going to go ahead and say I never trusted his ass to begin with. So. It's true, no, you though. Did. None you of did. us You're did. You're right. You're right. <laughs> no, but. Yeah, yeah. We all were we like, were all... Mm, I get it. Again. Blonde haired main love interest. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> when he showed up in that garden and nobody's supposed to be here, we were like, ah, uh-uh. Like, skirt, skirt. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Pump the brakes. <laughs> um, so later in the chapter, she goes to this inn. And she overhears what the Golden Queen is planning to do to all of the unsealy children in the camp because now that the curse is broken, all the unsealy have their powers back. 
So they're planning to inject them with this type of thing that will like kind of sedate them and take away their use for their magic. Um, and of course, Brie is like, it is my personal duty to help these children that I've never met before. And I have no plan, but I have to do something. And I'm like, <laughs> pause, Lexi. It was, <laughs> no, but like, it was like a little inconsistent because the entire first book, granted that it was a story that was in the, in the back and was mentioned, mm-hmm. but the entire first book, she just wanted to get to her sister, right? Like that was the whole point of the book. Oh, the first book. And now that she is running away from Sebastian, all of a sudden she needs to, I guess, redirect her focus. And we choose the children as the redirection of that focus. Like it just, because she didn't care about it before. That was the thing. Now, all of a sudden, as Morgan mentioned, it's such a big issue. It's such a, a big thing that she has to take on. I will give it to her. She did care a little bit before. She was just like, oh, that's horrible. I don't know how to help, but that's horrible. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? (laughs) I think that part of the prophecy that Lark and, and, you know, others were kind of inching towards was she's more than just her presence there is more than about her. Like there's, it's more to that. And I think maybe that was brought into it to show how much she's, you know, she's about to take on to prepare her for that. So I think it's fitting that she starts to care about other things, especially now that she had some closure with her sister, right? But I don't feel like she made it priority to prepare for that and what it's going to take to really do all those things. And that's where I'm kind of like disconnected from. Right. Is And again, I did say so much action was missing that we could have gotten to prepare for this next book. And I just feel like like she's not prepared. She's not prepared for this. And if it were really truly a first priority, she would have been. She would have made herself prepared. So Exactly. Like she had barely any weapons training. They tried to train her on her powers and the whole book, it was like basically useless if Finn wasn't sitting right there beside her. And let's not forget, no one told her when she had to bond. No one told her she had to do it. So her priority, making that priority like before everything else just made no sense knowing there was more risk in doing that than anything else. Mm -hmm. So I really feel like I I can get the disconnect between there. I get that. Yeah. So there's a lot of shit just going on all over the place. And then I'm also like, well, bitch, this is Finn's job. Like Finn should be doing this and him and his people should be doing this. And here you are also talking about how you don't want to see him. You don't want to see Sebastian, but you're putting yourself in a situation to see him or Sebastian at this place. Like I And need them. You're going to need Finn. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm like, okay, go ahead. Do it on your own. Whatever. She waits. I've, I think she's waiting in the room. Like she's sleeping while she's waiting for the ogre to like get up and head out. She set like some type of trap at his door. Lark comes to her in her dream again. I found this part really interesting because she shows her all of these children and Lark is telling her like, this is what will happen if you don't go home. Like you need to return home. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, home is not Alora where she's from. Home is not the fucking sun court. So court. Is home the moon court? And why would she call it her home? Now I'm thinking, okay, does Brie have some ties to the Unsealy court that we don't know about? That would, I mean, but that that would explain certain things. Do you know what I mean? Because there was a lot of things that were left kind of open-ended in the first book that we expect to be closed by this book. And if she just happens to be somehow attached to the moon court, then yeah, 
I don't expect it to make any damn sense of how she is. <laughs> but I just feel like it's going to be thrown in there somewhere towards the end. Like, oh, and this. Like, okay. Right, just, on top of everything else. We're just going to stack it up. shit to the pile. Okay. <laughs> like, I guess. So, yeah, I think that was the, that's the end, right? That's the end of chapter yeah. one. And then we move on to chapter two. And chapter two is when she really starts to, like, jump into it. So the reason she set up that trap was to be able to know when this ogre or whatever was headed towards the camp. Uh, when she gets there, she actually runs into somebody else who's also trying to help free the children. And I, I like, sat there and was like, where the fuck did you come from? But I know, Steph, go, please. Because I, I felt the same way. <laughs> I was like, hold up. I like this twist of events. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it reminded me when it was favorite book to Therese. And he was like, hello, my darling. Yes! And I was like, oh, he just pulled the hello, my darling moment. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's, I think he's going to be very important. I, I I don't know. I'm really liking his vibe. I like the way he liked her. And I like the way they were both kind of barely even communicating, but knowing what each other mm-hmm. wanted. Like, it was just on some next level thing without even a bond. Like, I was it like. It was so simple. Okay. It was so easy. I'm like. Well, damn. Yes, it was easy. I mean, if she don't end up with Finn, then shit, Misha's a good option. Oh, I love Misha. Absolutely. I mean, I know he's I know he's married, and I know that's bad. But technically, For his now. wife, <laughs> his wife got lovers. He got lovers. And they're both okay with it. He explained it to her though. He was kind of like, marriage isn't the same restricted in the Fey realm as it is in the mortal realm. And I was like, I could deal with that. I could live with that. Options. I mean, Alexa play Doja Cat like (laughs) oh no Alexa don't Alexa stop (laughs) this is why I can't say this bitch's name because any she's just we picking up the faintest I know she listening to me all the goddamn time anywho uh, (laughs) but yeah I like him a lot Um, I'm interested to see where his character development goes how he plays a big part in the story Yes, I'm really hoping that Lexi doesn't pull a, oh, he's a kind of elusive third love interest. But, you know, um, Brie only sees him as a friend and then he dies at the end. Like, if she pulls some shit like that, I'm going to be really pissed. Oh, no. But I feel like she would. It, I mean, it's a possibility. This is absolutely perfect. I was like, yes, I needed someone to kind of just uh, over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Because we couldn't with either or. I mean, we both had like reservations. but the- Yeah, because it's like we got... Yeah, because Sebastian was like just too overbearing and Finn was too elusive and you didn't really mm-hmm. get to see a lot of their relationship. I feel like we've gotten to see more of Misha and um, I keep calling this bitch favor in my head. Misha and Bree's relationship than we have for Misha and Finn. Absolutely. More of a more of a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is like um, why I'm feeling him. And more fun. Yes. That's important. Yes. Thank you. It doesn't have to be all death and darkness all the damn time. Of course, this bitch ends up getting caught. And in my mind, I'm like, what happened to the like 12 people that were just standing behind you? Right. That were with Misha. I, I mean, right. of course, we're not introduced to his name at this point, but that's who it is. And I'm like, they were just behind you. So how the fuck did they let you get caught? Confusion. Where did they go? But she gets caught. And then like in the back of her head, a voice. And she says that the voice reminds her of her mother and is telling her, just sleep, Gabriella. Like, and she does. Like, she's just, okay. She passes out. When she comes to, everybody is dead. 
It's just everybody like, did. It's like a well, that was easy button. <laughs> My thing though is about the voice. Good. Would we be surprised if it was actually her mom? Like if her mom had powers like Misha or powers like Lark? You know what I was thinking though. You know, in Suicide Squad, what's her name? The en- Enchantress. Harley Quinn. Are you no, not Harley Quinn. The, en- the Enchantress. Was it the Enchantress or the oh, Sorceress or something yeah, like that? The Enchantress. Where, yeah. Yeah, where she had an a regular identity. And then, like, she did that flippy thing with her hand, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden she was, like, the enchantress. I was like, what if this bitch has, like, a split personality or a split something? You know what I mean? Is is more willing to kill than she is. Mm. That would be so fucking interesting. I actually really liked that that detail. Yeah. I thought it was pretty badass. I'm not going to lie. If, she, if that's the case and Lexi does this well, that might redeem this book. Maybe that's why it has Absolutely. five stars. <laughs> Well, yeah, if she ends up having this alternative super shit that comes out when she's sleeping, I mean, the hell? Yeah, like... Emphasis on super shit. (laughs) Clearly, as a mortal, she didn't have the capacity to wield the powers that she has. Mm -hmm. But as a fae, it seems she has more than enough capacity to do it on her own, and she doesn't need Finn so could it be that whatever that is, is also the length of her powers that she just doesn't know about yet? And they keep talking about the power of the crown. What if that has to do with it? Yeah, that's too. You know, like that, it probably is that. Like she can fucking do some super shit and <laughs> nobody else could. <laughs> I did not even connect that to the power of the fucking crown. Especially if we go down to the latest chapters and why and Sebastian, maybe he don't have that. It's just her. Bitch. Okay. Okay, so we're getting somewhere. <laughs> we just have to deal with her annoying ass personality to get yeah. there. I hope she gets smarter as the chapters go. Yes. Wait, you said what? I said I hope she gets smarter as the chapters go. Oh, I thought you said I thought you said you hope she gets murdered. I was like, whoa. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> She's the main character. Like no. <laughs> Um, so that moves us into chapter three. Now that everybody's dead, she can make a run for it. She doesn't get very far. She gets to the stables, passes out again. And yep. I'm like, mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is when our savior, Misha, returns. I love him. I do. I love him, too. We actually get to learn his full name on page 32. Oh, yeah. I'm going to let you pronounce this. because You want me to do it? Okay, hold up. Let me get yes. to page 32 really quickly. Because I read it, and I was like, <laughs> Misha it is. Because I don't know. <laughs> I was like, this is- Yeah, I was like- Obviously. I was like, I'm going to call you Mish. I'm going to call yeah, you Misha. Okay. That's it. So he says his full name is Mishamon Nico Frendilia. Oh, okay. So that's easier than I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. In my mind, I was doing some extra shit when I was trying to pronounce his name. <laughs> you always okay. do. Listen, you always do. It's a fantasy novel. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> I thought it was like, I thought it was like. And then you give them names that they don't even have. And because, bitch, it should be, be a back simple back name. It's a simple name. It should be a simple name. <laughs> <laughs> it should be, I thought it was like Mishamon or Mishaman. And then I thought it was like Nico, as you said. But then I thought it was like Friendia, Friend, Friendia, yeah. Something like that. I don't know. This is such a good blooper right. right now. <laughs> I'm just not going to fucking pronounce names no more. How about that? How about that shit? 
<laughs> no, fuck it. <laughs> no, no, this is gonna be a nice, nice blooper yeah. series. Watch Morgan pronounce all the <laughs> character names. <laughs> I fucking can't. Um. So Misha takes her back to his crib in the wild Feylands. We find out he's Preetha's brother. She describes him as being very handsome, tall. And why is everybody in this book is everybody in this book is tall and broad shouldered? Everybody. Say. <laughs> uh, I'm like, so y'all, they got this. Y'all go to the same CrossFit gym or what? Like, yeah, they do. They do. They all like the gym together. <laughs> they they got that that face yep. stature, you know. So on page thirty four, because this bitch is feeling so sorry for herself and shit like that, he's like basically puts her in her place and tells her about herself. Nobody gets to choose the hand that they are dealt. You just kind of have to roll with it. I'm like, thank you, thank you, because the whole time. This bitch has just been like, oh, I'm a pitiful human being. I'm just a human, which you're not even human anymore, but go off, sis. And I've been betrayed by everybody and blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, I don't, bitch, I don't care. Get to the point. Like, what are you going to do now? He like, but he makes a point of telling her that, that like, she doesn't get to play the victim. And he's like, and every decision, he's like, every decision you make impacts not only you, but impacts people from, he's like, impacts me impacts my wife impacts the people of my court impacts the people of the unseelie court the seelie court he's basically telling her like every decision you make doesn't just impact you it is a trickle effect it impacts everybody and i'm like exactly thank god thank you like level-headedness and shit i'm like this person is thinking like there's always that one person it's only one but there's that one person in every series it's just like hey get your head out of your ass please Mm-hmm. And come help mm-hmm. us decide mm-hmm. what the fuck we're going to do. And that's Misha for us. Yeah. So I love Misha. We also find out about these fire gems Ooh, and basically yeah. what the queen is using these children for in the camps. Originally, we only thought that she was brainwashing them, but it's actually much worse than we anticipated. She's having them go under the Goblin Mountains. And apparently there's some shit that's scarier than Braxis down there. <laughs> and she's made, even though Braxis is a big cuddy bear. Yes. Um, but she's making them go down there and retrieve these fire gems to keep her alive. My thing is though, now that she's okay because the curse is broken, why does she keep having them go down there? Or maybe they have multi purpose because doesn't she have a fire gem of her own? Oh yeah. She does, but Misha said that you can only use one. It doesn't matter if you stack them up on each other. They all have the same purpose. Yeah, but how long do they last? One One only works. Oh, okay. She's been living for... How long has she been? She's been living for a minute, right? That I didn't take into account. Maybe what it is is that she's gathering them so that she can continue to live as long as she wants. Basically, for an eternity. Because I remember in the first book, they were mentioning how she was the... um, the youngest ruler, I think, of the golden pa- of like the the Sealy Court or whatever, but she's also mm-hmm. been living for a while that they didn't expect, I think, or something, right, something like that. So like now, maybe she's like using them to extend her lifespan because they didn't say that uh, the Fae live forever; they just uh, grow older slowly, right? No, that was only because of the curse, I think. No, the curse the made... Unsealy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they, so now that they have their magic, they should be immortal. But I don't know. Maybe the curse did irreversible damage to her where it's like she needs to upkeep. Possible. Yeah. So that would is. make sense. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, she's basically having these kids go down there to find her the fire gems and stuff like that. And we also find out that Brie has one. Sebastian gave her one on her neck for their coronation wedding day. And I'm pretty sure that's what No, I refuse to believe she's married to this man. I refuse Bitch, to believe that do the bond bring it makes them married. Because don't <laughs> don't don't I refuse to believe that. Because every time it every time you say it, it just makes me mad. It just makes me so fucking mad. Because if she would have had some good ass friends, this would have never happened. Oh my god! Right? If she would have had a de- like, if oh, she would have had at least need. one person, one person to talk to, had no entire motives. Yeah, who wasn't a part of Finn's group? Who if she had Misha <laughs> in the first place? <laughs> Misha been like she would have been fine, bitch. She would have been fine. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> and I feel like he does feel sorry for her later on in the chapters. Like he really tries to give her yeah, some insight. He's like, oh, you need some guidance, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah i agree hella I agree fucking that. guidance yeah hella guidance um but i feel like the the fire gem helped her transition easier because mm-hmm. everybody's like oh you just took the potion of life you should be bedridden so i'm wondering if the fire gem she might be able to use it later to like manipulate it mm. okay. okay maybe i don't know possibly just thought yeah she also asks about the bond or not that she asks about the bond. She actually ends up in pain. And immediately Misha's like, oh, that's the bond. So like that immediately, it, yeah. It, it It's weird how it works, how it's being described in the book. It is. It's like a, he says it's a soul connection. So everything that Sebastian feels physically and emotionally, she can feel that shit. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking, that's draining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why would you ever want to do that? <laughs> Or and, oh, that well, to someone that you're not, you know, in love with and like made it to. And it, that's what I think makes it more gruesome to her because she's like, ugh, yuck. Like I have his feelings in me. He's in me now, you know. But then they talk about possibility of reversing it. And I'm interested to see if that's possible. And why would she want to? And who would she want to bond with instead? Like all those things. How do you make it stop? And he's like, well, that's a life or death process. I don't know. I feel like she's doing that same dumb shit that she was doing in book one where she's like, I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. But I love him so much. And I want to forgive him. And I just feel so bad that he feels so bad. I'm like, bitch. (laughs) Oh, oh my God. She's very exhausting. (laughs) She's so exhausting. And it's like, I know she's going to go back to him. I know she is. It's just a matter of how and when Mm -hmm. at this point. Let's see. Oh, on page 41, I wanted to bring this up. She has a dream and she's dreaming about something. It was an interaction between her and Bash in the past before they got to uh, the Fey Realm. She learned all this shit about him. He is actually there in the present, like with her, his present consciousness. And it was one annoying because she didn't realize how he was speaking about things that already happened, that like this wasn't a dream. And then it wasn't like a moment in the past. It was actually Bash trying to connect with her now. So that was fucking annoying. And um, two, I was wondering if she reached out to Bash or if Bash reached out to her in her dream. Because he has those powers now, doesn't he? I think he's always had those powers. I guess. And she was like, nah, I'm done. That bro. Don't be popping up in my <laughs> crib when <laughs> I'm sleeping. Bitch was- <laughs> <laughs> this bitch was fed up. Right. She's like, uh-uh, everybody out, out, out. <laughs> I don't want to talk to none of y'all. <laughs> so that brings us into chapter four. And oh, Lord. 
Oh, Misha is basically letting her in on all the hot goss, all the fucking tea. Apparently, the girls are fighting over her. It's a real big deal. I love Misha. And he's like trying to tell her, he's like, they're fighting over you. She's like, that's not, that can't be. They are not fighting over me. He's like, well, then what the, what else are they fighting over? And she's just like, well, the crown, Mm, you sure? Right. So Sebastian's super jealous. Apparently, Finn went to the castle as soon as Mortius died. Mortius? Is it Mortius? Mortius. Yeah, King King Morbius. Whatever. That guy, that boy. They went to the castle as soon as he died. So they were occupants and they were like, okay, we're going to get ready to take over. We're going to bring our soldiers in, blah, 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 blah. Only to find out that she bonded with Sebastian, gave him the fucking crown, and now he's coming to the castle. So he does show up. They have a whole yeah. interaction where yeah. Sebastian's like, oh, I, I know you took her. Where is she? And Finn doesn't at this point know where the fuck she is. Finn's trying to find out too. Sebastian actually reveals it. But he's playing it cool, though. He is. That's what, I'll give him that. Because where Sebastian is like all outright, oh, what did you do to her? Finn's like, she's fine. <laughs> and in the back of his mind, he's like, this bitch. is she? <laughs> so they find out she's at the Wild Feylands, and then they start fucking going at it. And they actually find out that Sebastian cannot sit on the throne. He has the crown. That's going into chapter five, by the way. Oh shit, sorry, yeah. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, going into chapter five, um, they find out he can't sit on the throne because he needs the crown and he needs the power that's attached to the crown. And right now, that power is still attached to Bree's very life and existence. Which he himself did. He himself yeah. did it. Because like when Misha's explaining it, Misha's like, we none of us knew what the outcome would have been if you bonded with somebody. He was like, they were like, we didn't know, you know, that Oberon could connect his crown and that power to a mortal. And yet here you were. And then he was like, and we didn't know what would happen if you bonded with somebody from the right from the Sealy Court or somebody from the Unsealy Court. He was like, we didn't know how this power shift was gonna go down. And then he sat there and he was like, but I speculate that basically when um Bash connected when Bash gave you the portion, uh, the potion of life. He connected y- the powers of the crown to your life force. So when he gave him, when you bonded and gave the crown over to him, it didn't transfer the um the powers. Yeah, because it's like as you started to die, the crown immediately was like direct send. Yeah, like hit send delivered. Yep. But when he was like, oh, well, let me give you the potion, the powers probably started to leave, and then they were like. <laughs> reverse, reverse, <laughs> so now we have a big fucking dilemma because they can't sit on the throne without the crown and the power i love the way misha explained it though like misha's like hey so bash can't sit on the throne because he doesn't have the power you can't sit on the throne because you don't have the crown and finn can't sit on the throne because he has neither power nor crown so everybody's just stuck. And she can't sit on the throne because she doesn't have, well, supposedly doesn't have unsealy blood. Yeah. So it's just like, well, who the fuck? It's going to be a goddamn trifecta going in that bitch. Like they need three different thrones. Because <laughs> <laughs> she bonded with the wrong person. Thank right. you again. Again, you stupid, stupid bitch. <laughs> I think she learned her lesson. Well, probably not yet, but she probably learned a little bit of her lesson. So that's uh, that's basically where we end with her finding out about the girls throwing a hissy fit over her and her life being in danger again. Wait, can we can we talk about the fact that Finn was baiting 
Bash to sit on the throne. Oh my god! Yes. And then Bash sat on the throne, and the throne immediately ejected him. He's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know that fucking uh, that show Wipeout? Yes. Where they're like they're on the wall and the boxing gloves are coming out. That shit went <laughs> ding ding. Mm-hmm. It punched him right in the ass. It's like those old cartoons where the seat ha- the seat has a spring and it's like boing. <laughs> yes. yes, but yes. It's like, and that's and we figure that's what she felt. Yeah. She, it was it was it did more than reject him. It was killing him, and yeah. and that's what she felt mm, when yeah. she had all yeah. those when she was in pain earlier. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, if he wasn't so goddamn dumb to begin with. He wasn't a dick. It would have been fun. Yeah, thank you. That too. So, yeah. Um, from there, predictions. No, go ahead. I want to see what you come up with first. I don't have any. Like, I just, honestly, I just want to see more of Misha. <laughs> more Misha. That's the character I like more right now. Define more of Misha. I like his witty banter. I like his sarcasm. And I like that he's like, Listen, I'm going to tell you how it is. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit. I'm not going to be any of these other guys. Like, I need to, I need you to be humble. I'm going to humble you. Okay. Because when you said more of Misha, I was like. <laughs> not in that way. Not in that way. No. <laughs> no. She, she wanted to clarify that before she went down the rabbit hole. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, no, more of Misha or more of Misha? I just like that she's, t- like, I like that she now, at this point in time, actually has somebody who is talking openly with yes. her. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not hiding shit. It was all secretive. Yeah. Exactly. In the first book, that I think that was our biggest complaint. The You had a group of people that claimed to be her friend, but were hiding so much shit. And then when, when stuff went down and she could have easily died, they were more than happy to be like, oh, well, there to it goes. Kill her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, right. She ain't my friend. Like, bitch. And like, that's such a different change and it's just an entirely different character that i actually like i'm like okay this i'm I'm cool with and he he did he didn't he didn't keep a secret that he's like and i'd bang you too if i could i mean (laughs) (laughs) yeah we can get this we can can be you know all in one you know laying everything out on the table everything he was like um you know he's like they're both fighting over you right now and, um, you know, frankly, that could work for me because if they kill each other, then I can just keep you all to myself. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's like, huh? Wait like, a minute. Aren't you Misha, married? <laughs> I, I'm liking it. I'm liking it, Misha. I'm liking it. I wonder how long she's going to stay with him. Stay with him forever. I don't know. She feels pretty comfortable there. So I yes. feel like I wouldn't be surprised if she stays there for most of the book. That was the thing. Like when they first started, like when she first met him, I was so bothered and annoyed at how many times she kept saying, I don't want to be manipulated. I don't want to be used again. I don't want to be a pawn. Blah, blah, blah. Da, da, da. And Misha's like, listen, bitch, like every, everything you do impacts the rest of us. So why would I do like, nah. Right. And he's like, I'm giving you the opportunity to write your own destiny, to be a part yes. of these plans. And here you are hollering about how you don't want to be controlled. Bitch, I'm not controlling you. I'm trying to I'm give you asking. options. I'm trying to help. <laughs> what? Um, what about you, Morgan? Prediction? I mean, the only thing, like what I mentioned earlier, um, I think that she might have some ties to the unsealy court or maybe unsealy blood. I don't know how. I don't know why. But I feel like um, Misha's putting a lot of like TLC into her. 
Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. yes, because he wants to unite the the courts and stuff like that. But I feel like he's maybe prepping her to take over. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But they even talked about okay. that uniting may not even be an option because they need it to be separate. Yeah. And then Lark keeps talking about her being a queen. Queen, queen of what? Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm like, exactly. That's right. why I'm like. She might just end up being queen of the unsealy court. How? I have no idea. But I wouldn't be surprised if people followed her because she broke the curse. That is true. Because so, the amount of people that like they were saying, you know, were like, oh. Wait, 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 wait a minute. That, that's a that's a forward chapter. Oh, is that in chapter seven? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's why I'm like, listen, bitch. <laughs> sorry. Just cut that out. I apologize. <laughs> No, <laughs> flaws and all. God oh, damn! God. I told you, bitches, we can't That's read ahead. That's why I did it. I was oh. like, wait a minute. I don't think this is. When you sent me that wait. text, I was like, Mm-mm, this ain't happening. <laughs> we were told to read chapters one through ten. What she said, and that's what I did. Yes, but we were only recording for chapters one through five, bitch. Um, you can't mention something that happened in chapter six on episode one for chapters one through five. <laughs> Don't scratch your chin. I told you. <laughs> this is why I'm it's done. hard to do done. it that way. Might as well just break it up. I'm done. Different days. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, we tried. Every bitch, time we try to done, do it this I'm way, done. one I'm of done. us ends up fucking up. <laughs> Wait, Stephanie, did you go through your did you go through your predictions? I talked about um that um I was wondering if she's gonna stay there and what that's gonna look like. And somebody's got to die. As long as it's not Misha, that's all I care about. I hope it's Brie. Brie? <laughs> the whole book just goes. <laughs> she must sacrifice herself in order to give up the crown or powers or whatever. She has yep. to go. This hoe must go. I want this bitch dead. I, <laughs> I want her gone. I can't deal with her no more. And I think we need to remember what Lark originally said the original prophecy was like before in the first book. Yeah, because yeah, that might help us also to try to figure this out. Because she said you will lose everything, and she did. She almost died, so that includes mm-hmm. her life. But the, like the rest of it, you know, because they're only bringing up bits and pieces of it in this book so far. I think that she also said that that could either make you a good queen or a very bitter queen. But either way, it was still queen. Mm-hmm. So it depends on like what so, path she decides to take. Will she take the path of light or will she take the path of dark? Like that's basically. You know she's gonna take the path of light and go back to Sebastian's Ew, bitch ass and be queen. Let's not do that. Like, no, let's not do that. You know. Well, now that she knows about familiars, I'm calling and hopefully it, right it now. sticks this time. She knows she has another way. Bro, <laughs> no. she has yeah. another way of finding out information instead of being dumb. This bitch just got amnesia. I'm like, oh lord. Mm-mm-mm. When you texted that to us, I was like, oh. I said a voice note. I was like, like, pissed, done, bitch, bye. No. We'll see, though. We'll see um, if it can be redeemed at all. Uh, All But anywho, yes. Thanks for joining us, as always. And for the next episode, we are going to be reading chapters 6 through 10. Getting deeper into the bullshit. With Misha. Misha's, all, yeah, Misha's the highlight of the yeah, book. Yeah, he's the so, highlight yeah, of the book just, so far. Let's just focus on Misha yes, and then we'll get through the rest yeah. of it. So, yeah, stay tuned and we will be back next week. Bye, guys. See ya. Bye.